I'm excited to talk about my sponsors today, Gay Lisby's Million Dollar Arbitrage Group. Amazing, amazing group. This is a teacher. This is, uh, Gay was a teacher. She is a teacher still. You need to learn this is the type of uh, environment you want to be in because she's going to help you understand why. And I think that's the hardest part of this business is understanding why. Why is the red one popular when the green one isn't? Well, there's usually a reason. And what Gay does is probably parse that better than anybody. And she'll explain the reasons for those things. I think that's really powerful. Yes, she puts out a list. You're going to get, uh, get use of that list if you get in the group. Now, here's the deal. The group isn't always open, right? So, you get on the waiting list, and you can join the waiting list through my link. Um, doesn't cost you anything to, to get on a waiting list. And if you uh, like her service, which I find that most people do, and that's why there's not so many openings, um, you'll be with her for a long time. And so it's AmazingFreedom.com. She's part of Andy Slamet's group. AmazingFreedom.com forward slash momentum, and you're going to get in the waiting list. That's all I can get you on right now. You can use my name and see if that gets you anywhere. But what I like about in that, uh, what I like about what they teach in that group are the things that are going on, you know, the current things. I've seen a lot of stuff going on about stores going out of business. Well, here's where an opportunity is. Here's why you want to do this. Hey, be cautious about this, you know, with Toys R Us coming out. You got to think about this. And that's the learning that you need to do. And gay is better than anybody else I've seen. So um, amazingfreedom.com forward slash momentum will get you to the waiting list. Then hopefully it can get you in the group and then you're going to see me in there and uh, we can chat anytime you're ready. Karen Locker's group, Solutions, the number four e-commerce, solutions4ecommerce.com forward slash momentum. It's going to save you 50 bucks. Karen's our account manager. We recommend her to everyone because she's done so well for us. I mean, that's quite frankly the reason we've been paying her for the last few years, but she's become an important part of our team. Her and her team are so involved in our account. I just see the emails coming back and forth. Hey, we did this for you. I just saw two listings today. and I'm like, wait a second. Why did they show up? I didn't put any listings up. They got, uh, they got uh, set off to the side by Amazon, and they reactivated them for me. You know what I mean? That's the stuff that just happens when you have a strong team, and I can't recommend Karen enough. If you use uh, my code Momentum, Karen pays me. I don't want to hide that. Of course, we all know that, but you're going to save $50, and it's a great opportunity to really, really um, build out your team with somebody you can trust. That's why I recommend them. So solutions for e-commerce, solutions, the number for e-commerce.com forward slash momentum. It's going to save you $50. Oh, and by the way, she's going to do an inventory health report. Why is that important? Well, guess what? Fees are going up. Is your inventory health number declining like ours is? Well, here's why, and here's what they can do. What I like is I get a spreadsheet from them and it says, hey, um, here's a bunch of inventory. Here's what we recommend. And I'm like, yep refund, I mean, uh, delete, uh, return to us, blah, 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 whatever it is, and it's or destroy, and it just happens. That's what I like. The other thing that I have Karen help me with a lot is creating new listings. You know, we do a lot of the research ourselves, we upload our images, and then boom, magically the listing goes live, and I don't have to worry about it. Those are the services that Karen offers. Can't recommend her enough. Solutions for ecommerce.com forward slash momentum. Save 50 bucks. Use my code you save $50 a month every single month, and it's a great service. Plus, you get that free inventory health report. I think it's a really powerful way. So I can't, uh, I'm so excited how many people have been joining her because I see it. And I'm excited because the, the messages I get from people are saying, hey, this is great. I finally feel like I can focus on something else because Karen and her team are watching this for me. And, you know, I highly recommend her. Next up is Seller Labs and Scope. <laughs> I almost said it wrong. It's it's amazing. I mean, it really is amazing when you sit back and think about, hey, I want to get this product up, and it's similar to this product, and that's, that product does well. Well, therefore, if that product does well, they have the right keywords. They have chosen things correctly. So guess what? You scope, and you can see all that stuff, and that's what the, the most powerful thing in the world is to copy somebody who's done it right. That's what you want to – you want to take advantage of that, right? I mean, it's it's fair – uh, to see. And so therefore you could take and apply it to your listing and immediately get that same benefit. That's what scope does for me. Sellerlabs.com forward slash momentum. It's going to save you $50 on the service. Oh, by the way, it's free to try. So sign up, try it and say, oh, this is how it's done. Boom. And then you're going to, the light's going to go on and you're going to be like, man, I can get my products out there. I just can't wait. 
Can't wait. Sellerlabs.com forward slash momentum. The other day, I bought another domain. Yes, I bought another domain. It's almost like uh, I'm admitting guilt. But it's because I had an idea, and it was something that was a pretty good idea. I think it's going to go pretty far. And so what do I do? I go to trygodaddy.com forward slash momentum and save 30%. So domains aren't very expensive. You get a few services. It adds up a little bit. And I usually buy three years. I usually buy privacy. By the way, I recommend that too. Buy that, you know, it's not that much money, but when you can save 30%, it makes it that much sweeter. And it makes it easier uh, when you're buying domains, and especially if you buy a bunch of domains. I am a domain collector, and so I do tend to do that. But that 30% makes it a lot easier. And I use GoDaddy because what I like is I can pop in an address I'm thinking, and it'll say, nope, nope, try this version or try this extension. And then boom, there it is. Hey, you better hurry before it goes away. And they're right, you know. And so try GoDaddy.com forward slash momentum, save 30%. Also, I want to mention about Grasshopper. Who was I just talking to somebody the other day? And they were like, oh, yeah, I use this company called Grasshopper. I'm like, dude, did you buy it through my link and save 30%? Hello? No, they missed that. So save 30%. It's try grasshopper.com forward slash momentum. No surprise there, but you're going to save 30%. And what the, the real cool part about that is they're using it for their private label business. And it gives them virtually a second phone on their current phone without having to get another number. They can make up a vanity number. They don't have to go and do all the grief and, and sign long contracts pretty easy stuff. And so if you're creating a brand that you want to identify, you want to look professional, you want to look like a real company, Grasshopper is a great tool. It's an app you put on your existing phone and boom, you now have a customer service department. You now have a sales department. You now have a manufacturing division. You could forward it to somebody else. You can have it go to different voicemails, different departments, and it's all included. So try grasshopper.com forward slash momentum, save 30%. Welcome back to the E-Commerce Momentum Podcast. This is episode 320, Galena Parker. Uh, I love talking with Galena because she's no excuses. Um, she's quiet, she's reserved, and I say that a couple times in the conversation because it's true. You'd meet her and you'd be like, oh, she's quiet, but she's a killer. She is quiet, stealth, and just knocking them dead. Why? Because, as she describes it, she did the work right? She's willing to do the work. Listen hard when she talks about this database of standard operating procedures and tutorials that she has. It is absolutely her secret sauce. That is it. I mean, you know, she does have some intuitive things and we address that, but I'm telling you the fact that she's done this work and this is hard work. I'm sure this is not easy. Um, and as she uses a term, I think it's such a powerful term. She has to amend them often right? These aren't hard and fast rules. They get amended because things are going to change. Things outside of your control are going to change. Even things inside your control are going to change because you're going to find a better way. And you're going to be like, ooh, let me amend that. It's not a crumble it up, throw it in the garbage. It's a, not a start over or a do over. It's an amendment, right? It's much easier to make a small change than throwing the whole thing over and starting over. So smart, so powerful, such a nice, nice person. Man, what a great interview. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome to the e-commerce momentum podcast, where we focus on the people, the products, and the process of e-commerce selling today. Here's your host, Stephen Peterson. All right, welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. Very excited about today's guest because she is quiet, she is reserved, yet she's a killer. She crushes it. Uh, very cool to see over, I guess, probably the second time we've met, but watching her evolve over time and gain that confidence is just phenomenal to me, and it's just really neat to see. Welcome, Galena Parker. Welcome, Galena. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. You really have, you are a ball of fire, but you're really quiet about it, like stealth almost. <laughs> have you ever heard that from somebody before? Yeah, I guess. Um I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm not a, exactly an extrovert. Maybe that's what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but secretly, you're crushing it. So, you know, you're just that quiet, that stealth assassin. That's what I'm going to call you. That's what I think of <laughs> when I see you. So so you are an Amazon seller. How long have you been selling? 
for about four years. Four years. You don't look old enough to sell for four years. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, you uh, uh, have figured it out. So talk, take me back. What were you going to do in life? What were you going to be? So uh, I moved to the United States from Ukraine and uh, about seven years ago. Did you speak and, uh, English when you came? I, uh, well, yeah, but you know, you don't speak on a daily basis. So um, I had to learn a lot when I moved in. Mm -hmm. So so seven yeah. years ago. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. And um, so, um, and the, you know, first couple years, you're just in learning language, stuff like that. I go to language school. And uh, then uh, I, I uh, decided I want to go to college second time because <laughs> I, I figured, um, uh, to learn something like computer science, you know. What was your first degree in? Oh, right. My first degree, I'm sorry, I should have gone about the Ukrainian part. So my first degree is in psychology. Oh. However, I, yeah, however, I was not never really interested in that so much. So uh, my work was, um, I, I worked for a couple of years in a call center of a cell phone company. And then uh, I was working for a um, few years with the company that was sort of providing services for cell phone companies. I don't know if you recall uh, back then when we didn't have smartphones, people would be buying um, ringtones and um, pictures from their for their phone, like by sending text messages. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was a long time ago. So that was what we were doing um, back then there. Hmm. And so you have this degree in psychology. Uh, did it help you with communication with people? Because that's one of the things is you start to understand how people work, right? And you start to understand uh, how to connect with them. Is that, did, it, did it give you any of that? Um, it, was, uh, it was more interesting uh, subject rather than practical, uh, okay. <laughs> I would say. Well, how about now, though? I mean, I'll jump right there. When you're trying to understand people for what you're selling, you're in private label. How does that work for you? I mean, does that help you? In wholesale, uh, mostly. Uh, yeah, um, it does. It helps a lot. Let's just say it helps a lot when I have to interview new people for um, my company, okay. new VAs and even local labor. I can see certain things, you know, and I can ask questions in a certain way that kind of helps me to understand you know, person's personality better. So that definitely So helps. that you've not hired somebody based on that interview because you understood them and you knew that they wouldn't work out, right? Is that fair yeah. too? Okay, that's yeah, cool. For sure. So that's a yeah. good skill. That's a very good skill. Okay, so you're going to get a degree now in computers. How'd that right. go? So, so I decided I was going to get a computer science degree and uh, but I was not so much interested in degree itself because I already had one. I was just interested in learning, you know, new skill and um, maybe apply it uh, to do whatever I'm going to do. Not necessarily um, just to get a, a paper. So, um, yeah, that went well. I really liked it. But then we had a class in e-commerce there. Oh. So, uh, and for that class, um, we needed to... Uh, create a project in which we sort of describe how we come up with the product idea and how we, you know, name it and how we're going to be marketing it online. So I said, you know, long and hard thought, long and hard, and I came up with this product and um, I came up with the brand and just the way how I, <laughs> I work, I don't come up with something just, you know, to pass uh, a class to have a grade. So I actually came up with my technically my first private label product <laughs> wait a second so so you took this real serious you didn't take it you know it's interesting how when you look at the people that were in the class what was the age difference between you and them uh well there were people who were my age and there were people even older and there were some who just out of um, high school. Okay, so. so the ones just out of high school clearly were just doing it as fast as they can, get through the grade, get on to the next class, right? They had no vested interest, yeah. right? They weren't planning. How about the people that were older than you? Do you think they took it serious or do you think they got overwhelmed by it? Um, what was your experience there? I think uh, everybody tried to do a good job, but I don't think that anybody had this sort of entrepreneurial thing in mind that they actually can come up with something that can actually work. Maybe people were, you know, and I kind of, I took it seriously, like, because, 
if this is something that you can come up on a paper and you decide this is how you're going to market, maybe this is going to work like in real life. So, but um, I don't think we had a lot of entrepreneurs in class, I would say, that actually took it. Well, it's seriously. interesting you say that. So do you think, uh, did you think that this was going to be a real product or is this the method that you just realized that that's your approach? Do you get what I'm saying? There's a difference, right? So if you were going and somebody said to you, all right, Galena, I need you to go create a product, come up with it, make your best pitch. This is, we're actually going to really produce this product. Did you go into it with that or did you go into it with, okay, I got to do this assignment. I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to learn. I'm going to take my time and then realize looking back that you had that all along. And to me, if it is, it's a superpower, right? But did you know that going in when you really think about it? Yeah, I really didn't think that when I went into it, I didn't think that um, it's going to be an actual product. Okay. But just the way how I'm wired, I guess, is that I, I try, <laughs> I do not like doing activities that do not bring uh, results, per se. So, and I guess when I was trying to come up with something, I was really looking into um, how it would be in the real life. See, and that's, that's that, that's that psychology degree because you're looking at it. Yeah. Applying it into the real social world, how it's going to get out there, how people are going to use it to me. I mean, have you used that same technique? Be honest. Have you been using that same technique now that you've been in the Amazon world to bring products to market, whether wholesale or private label doesn't matter to me. Have you used that same technique? Um, I would say no, and the reason is maybe that's an interesting point you bring you were bringing up because um, once I started getting into Amazon, I started learning about all of this data that is available to us. Ah, you know, okay. all of this this is bestsellers rank such and such, and this is not ROI such and such, and then you get you know kind of wrapped up in all of this data, and sometimes. Um, even if you had an idea for a product, you start kind of analyzing and then you get, you know, maybe, maybe you put your bears yourself or maybe those are, you know, real facts that say that the product is not good. So I would say it's much harder when once you get a hold of this data and you know a lot of things that I didn't know before, it's kind of very hard to come overcome, um, you know, yourself and actually, you know, do the product because you're just afraid maybe this is not going to work or, you know, that guy says this thing, another guy said different thing. So you don't use that, that little secret, uh, intuition that you have that, well, educated intuition, I should call it that because you've, you've, you've been educated in that you turn that off. That's interesting to me. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't use that because that sounds like a little bit of a, an advantage, um, to filter it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I'm going to try. We're mostly wholesale right now, but we're, you know, moving to towards private label. And I'm going to, this is a good advice. Ah. I'm going to try to channel whatever, you know, whatever that I, I have. And I'm going to try to have that approach when I'm sourcing private label. Well, it's just that little filter. I, I think the data absolutely should drive your decision, of course. However, there's also, um, who was it who said this? Oh, my God, I can't think of who it was. Kelly... Oh, Kelly. Oh, my God. I'm Kelly Fadio. I'm sorry. Kelly, I apologize. I messed your name up. But Kelly Fadio said this. It's there's there's an art to this also. It's not just perfect data, because if it's a perfect data, everybody would be successful. 100 percent of private label products that get launched would be uh, successful. They're not. Why? Because there's also an art to this where it's that call it intuition, for lack of a better word. It's that what experiences you bring or your perspective or your insight that I don't have that you're able to bring and you're able to have success with it. I think that's fair. And it sounds like you've got it. Very cool. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So you go to school, you're going to get this degree, you get interested in entrepreneur and you're like, Ooh, I like this. How did you get the idea to actually follow through and bring it to market? Um, well, I started looking first at different options because one of the tasks was how are you going to market the product? So I started looking into different options that out there and and uh, I have been searching for ways to earn money online for a couple years before even that. But so I went into AdSense, then I went into, let's say, Kindle Books and from Kindle Books, which is Amazon, 
this is this is when I started learning more about Amazon platform mm. and um, everything kind of collided together the project and you know and my previous knowledge and all of that stuff did you have any issues with the cultural differences i don't know how different the ukraine is from the u.s and then market wise um your experiences you know growing up buying and whatever you did and then coming to the u.s has that has that been a challenge or an advantage for you in any way um when you're looking for products to buy and sell Right. So definitely, initially, it's very hard to understand, you know, what what's the good product in the U.S. comparing to Ukraine. So what helped me in that is that when I started doing RA, that gives you so much knowledge and data about so many different variety of products that you learn market quickly. So this helped a lot. Did um, now who did you learn RA from? How did you how did you come across that? Um. So, uh, well, I initially learned about um, Amazon's, well, started reading um, online selling experiment blog. Okay. Yeah. Ryan Grant. Right. And um, from there, I started, you know, learn about Facebook groups and stuff. Um, back then, John Gerlou was at his best <laughs> with, the, with the Walgreens sourcing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember John. Yeah. Yeah. So that was big. So this is how I started with RA. So that was attractive. So you started doing the uh, the Walgreens and the yeah. drugstore and that kind of thing. And they had tons yeah. of toys, right? They were the toy yeah. liquidation kind of stuff, right? They'd exactly. mark it down. And so, so that was attractive to you. So you adopted quickly. Did you think uh, Did you think of scaling it at that point? I mean, at that, were you just thinking, hey, I'm going to make some extra money and then I'm going to go get a job? Or what were you thinking at that point? Um, I did not want to get a job at that point. <laughs> Um, so I, um, uh, I like the, I like the rain, you know, everything, but, uh, then quickly you kind of start realizing that it's pretty hard to scale if you're just, this is just you and your car driving around, you know, distances and, uh, you know, hope for the best. <laughs> kind of hard to um well you have no control you don't know if there's going to be anything in that store right 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 especially with the walgreens sourcing although it's always been good like you uh, almost always are able to find but sometimes when you're hunting for some item you may think it's going to be in that place but then it's not so it's definitely hard to scale as if especially if you're just one person um mm -hmm. in the car and you know eight hour so what do you do? You sit back and you say, okay, this is hard to scale. I can work real hard and I can make, you know, a, a, a wage. I can go get a job though and work less hours. I'm sure they're less hours, right? And less running, right. uh, health insurance, get that retirement plan, that corner office, Galena, you're going to get a corner office on this. <laughs> and our, and our, we're dreaming, right? You're going to corner office. You probably get some administrative help. I mean, that could be cool, right? Uh, but you say no. Is it, when you think back, right, looking back, be honest, freedom, what does that mean to you? Because now you have freedom because you're in charge, right? There's, you're either successful or you're not, but it's your fault, right? Right. When you're successful, it's your fault. When you're not, it's your fault. What's that freedom for you? And did you, did you go for that? I mean, was that always going to be one of your goals? Yeah. Um, I, um, so my husband is a pilot and we like to travel. Mm. And uh, so I really wanted to have that ability if I want to go travel, you know, for three days, for four days or two weeks, whatever. I want to, you know, get up and go. And uh, so that's freedom. <laughs> that's freedom. And also, like, if when you're not traveling in your, uh, your location, the freedom is to, you know, wake up when you want and go to bed when you want. And do not have a, a certain location to be at from, you know, 8 to 5. So that's freedom. And, and that, uh, that's, that's important to you. Time. Well, one thing, when you said your husband's a pilot, so that means he works a schedule and probably gone for a long period of time. Are you now at that place where you can design your business around that and to be intentional? Because uh, I'm all about sure. intentional living. I think that that is the smartest way to live your life. Right? If you know right. he's going to be away, you can go to the wall, give it everything you got, but then know that he's coming home on Tuesday. And so, boom, your schedule's wide. I mean, to me, that's the perfect design. Love You're that. spot on. That is actually one of the factors 
how you know I came to choosing not a job which I could have find you know a good job um, but rather and so entrepreneurship just you know for that ability to adjust my schedule exactly so you know when my husband works I can work and because when he gone he, he's like gone for 20 you know for three days or so so but when he's at home you know we can spend time together and but um, it's real time definitely. then you're not just distracted yeah yeah, yeah that's awesome um now this is one of the things I want to make sure I get clear about this. This isn't always perfect, right? It doesn't always work. I can't imagine that everything has been easy for you because that's what it sounds like. Oh, she designed a perfect life. She just grew and she started selling and then boom, magically she's doing millions and it's easy. It hasn't been, right? I mean, I'm sure like all of us, you've had to struggle. You've had to hit some walls. Can you talk about any of them? Yeah, sure. Um, so definitely there have been some <laughs> things like that. And, um, uh, so, for example, um, when we, I had to, I decided I want to move from away from RA and OA a little bit to wholesale. There was a long period of adjustment. And uh, I would say maybe four months. For four months, um, it was, you know, volume went down, sales went down. The whole processes have to be, had to be changed. So for, that was a... And don't leave that. What happens to you? Do you feel like a failure at that moment? Do you sit there and doubt yourself? And this is Steve talking about himself. I mean, do you feel like that? Or did you feel like that where it's like, oh my God, what am I doing? I know this and I know it was working. Now I'm not. Because you see everybody else being successful, right? That's what you see. Right. It was hard. Uh, It was hard initially, but uh, I kind of, I don't know, I I struggled through. And um, because like you said, because... I know that if, you know, that guy is doing it well with it, I probably can do too. I mean, I probably not, not more, you know, (laughs) not not more stupid, you know? So I thought I just need to, you know, (laughs) just go through it and, you know, it it should work. Put your head down, do the work, right? That's what I hear people say. Put your head down, do the work. That guy is not smarter than you, right? And I think that that's what people have to realize. That's not putting him down, right? That's not, you're not saying that. You're just saying, hey, wait a second. I'm not dumb either. He's not dumb. He's doing it, but I'm not dumb. So therefore, you have confidence. Because I think that does, because everybody struggles. Like you said, I think it's a perfect description. You turn off the RA motor and you go to wholesale and then there's a long period of time, right? The buying process, the selling process, it takes a while. And in the meantime, you sit there and say, oh, but everybody else is saying it's easy. Everybody else is showing these giant numbers. They're failing to tell you that there is a gap in between and you're hearing it from somebody who's done it. Kalina has done it. So that's perfect. All right. Perfect. All right. So you started converting over. You got a delay. What happens? Um, what happens, so now with wholesale, I suddenly didn't have to drive around stores. <laughs> so you got time. I got time, and more than time, I got some sanity. Hmm. I don't know how to explain, but you probably can understand. When you're doing array, you have this urge that you have to, okay, I'm done with my breakfast. I have to leave the house right now. And I have to drive to some random location and, you know, get the stuff. And, then and all those cars pull in front of you, right? The slow guy gets in front of you and you're like, all oh, I got to get to the store. I got to get faster. Yeah, all of that store and people in in stores with their, you know, casual shopping. And you're like, get out of the way. Those are mine, <laughs> right? And you're running from store to store. Did you travel much or were you able to find most most items in your neighborhood? Uh, we had a lot of we have a lot of Walgreens in South oh. Florida. Okay. And uh, Walmart's too. So I I traveled as far as um, um, maybe Orlando, sort okay. of uh, three hours. Um, yeah, but not uh, not often. I mean, it was usually enough uh, to to source just locally. Um, so let's see. Yeah. So move to wholesale and. Uh, but then now you have this clarity sort of thing. Then I start thinking that I can start outsourcing certain things. Um, and that what, can be, I think mm-hmm. that's a good point. So you're saying you're going to outsource. What was your criteria 
because I, I don't want to miss that. I don't mean to cut you off there, but I think it's important because you're saying, hmm, I can outsource things. What was it for you? I mean, was it stuff you didn't like to do? Was it stuff that wasn't time value for you? Was it stuff you're just not interested? I mean, what was it for you? How did you say, I want to get rid of this, then this, then this? Right. Um, well, basically, any task that takes me more than five minutes to do, <laughs> I, I get bored pretty quickly. That's your yeah. attention span, five minutes. That's it, huh? <laughs> yeah, but you know, I mean, it sounds bad, but it kind of serves me well. Because uh, what I am good at is that I'm good at setting up the process for a tutorial for another person to follow through. And, uh, but I only have to do this once and maybe explain once. So, are you that, when you say you set up processes and tutorials, are you documenting these? I mean, is that one of your strengths? Yeah, exactly. We have a, a, at this point, we have a huge database of different tutorials and SOPs and instructions for all kinds of things of, you know, my business for VAs as well as for local warehouse stuff. And uh, where did you learn this? Where did you I mean, this this isn't intuitive to most people. And this is a really hot subject right now. Everybody's talking SOPs. You know, Galena, you have to have SOPs. Right. But that's relatively current for most people in our world. You've been doing this for a while. Where did that come from? Where did you see that? Is that how you learn? Is that is that something that you've seen work? Is this a psychology degree coming in? People, you know, but where does this come from? Um. That's interesting you say that it's so hard because for me it's not. Uh, I guess a lot of it is logic. I think I like to think that I have a good logic, logical thinking. And that I guess would come not so much from psychology but from computer science oh, part. Because okay. mm -hmm. when you write programs, you have to come up with an algorithm for, any, for anything, right? For even the most simple program, Hello World or whatever. So, and that leads you to thinking in step-by-step step-by-step um, -step method sort of thing. So, so that process, it's just that's all part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. When you think about uh, when you made it, when you went over the hill, from you realized that the, earlier, I can't scale this by myself. I need to outsource some things, right? So I'm going to try and bring some help. What point did you say, okay, I think I figured out my future future for now you're too young you don't have to worry about your future for the rest of your life but for now that this is really what i'm meant to be doing at this point what was it for you um was it a certain sales dollar amount was it a certain inventory level was it you know uh, a conference where you went and you realized or just listening to it people on podcasts or whatever, where you realize, hey, wait, I've got a pretty good sized business. You know, I'm doing X number of dollars in sales. You get what I mean? Yeah, I guess once I started hiring VAs, uh, it kind of opened up um, to opportunity to outsource so many different tasks, which before I haven't thought about. Hmm. And uh, once you you know, once I started, I started thinking about all of the tasks that I can possibly uh, outsource that do not require anything with the local labor. So it was like a, like a, 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 a faucet for you. When you open that, all of a sudden you're like, oh, this yeah. is good. This is good. I like this. Let me do this. Let me do this. Yeah. Hmm, that's powerful because I think people, the first one's the hardest, right? I'm sure it was, right? That first, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Hmm. That's a kind of life lesson, right? The first time is always the hardest. Hmm. Okay, so you then you bring on, and you're up to 17 VAs. I mean, you're, you've scaled. You've scaled this. Plus, you have local labor, as you say. So you're now doing online arbitrage. You started to find tools, didn't you? Um, any right. tools in particular that you, you know, tactical arbitrage or price checker or any of those that you've used? Right. So for OA, we do use t tactical arbitrage. Uh, also, we do use a lot of manual search when uh, tools are not available or not effective. Mm -hmm. So VAs are doing manual searches as well. Um, price checker, too, we do use uh, mostly for wholesale sourcing. For like a evaluation of UPCs right. and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. Well, so that's good. So you've adapted to the tools. You've outsourced. Now you have some local people, and what are local people doing? The prep and, and packing and that kind of stuff for you? Right. Uh, 
basically everything from receiving inventory into warehouse to shipping out to Amazon and returns and stuff like that. Do you share your warehouse? I don't remember our conversation because no. there might have been an adult beverage involved. Uh, <laughs> there might have been. And, uh, we were together recently. And uh, I, I just, I talked to, you know, several hundred people usually a night. And so I'm always trying to remember, you don't share. No, we have a rather small warehouse and it's kind of a in and out operation. Okay. We try not to store things. So very um, efficient, in and out. Okay. What is your family? I mean, they got to be looking at you like... Was, did they know that you had this in you? When you, I mean, when you talk to your family, are they surprised, or do they even have a clue how 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 big you've made this? Uh, I don't think they knew. It's uh, interesting that you say that because I think in Ukraine, Russia as well, many you know other countries, it's kind of hard to be an entrepreneur. Uh, you can be. There are people who are entrepreneurs and stuff, but. In the United States, there are a lot more opportunities if you are willing to work hard, you know, roll your sleeves up, you can achieve, you know, amazing things. So it's it's pretty amazing what talent you can discover once you move to a different country. I think that's fair, right? If you're not exposed to it, how do you know you have that skill, right? You, right. Know, you would never know it. How about this? Let me ask this because I don't know how Ukraine is. Uh, being a woman... Uh, because I've interviewed uh, someone from China, and a Chinese woman is not encouraged to be an entrepreneur for sure, right? And that's a big challenge, and that's you know older, and I think that's changing. How about in the Ukraine? As a woman, are women entrepreneurs? Are women encouraged in any way? Because you said most people are not encouraged, but how about now? Is it evolving? Um, I wouldn't say it's evolving too rapidly. <laughs> <laughs> So really, it's still the same. Uh, for women, um, I guess you can say there is. Uh, I don't. Maybe not as tough as China, <laughs> but I guess you can say that um, it's a little bit harder for women. But I, I personally, I never felt it because I don't know. I if I wanted a job, you know, I could get a job because I, I never felt that I'm. That's a confidence yeah, issue, though. Yeah, but you have a confidence issue. Where did that come from? Was it your parents? Did your parents tell you you could, you could be? I mean, that just not everybody has that confidence because you're quiet and reserved. To be fair, and that's not a criticism. You are, but there is a confidence about you. Where does that come from? I have no idea. I don't know. But you know um, what I mean. It's true. Yeah, I mean uh, that's true. But I guess it's a it's a just a result that I'm seeing because. I, I know that oh, I okay. work hard, you know, I know that I work hard and I know that I, you know, I can oversee things maybe a little bit better than um, other people. And it, it, you know, it takes me to places where <laughs> uh, I should, you know. It's like magic. Wait, hard work equals success? That's magic. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, we easy, should get a, easy button. <laughs> yeah, we should get a shirt made, merch shirts that says that. When you think of your strengths, right, it sounds to me, I mean, I would sit there and just in our little bit of conversations, I would say you got a confidence about you. You have the ability to lead others, clearly. You can't have 17 VAs because that's like spinning plates, each one. And to be able to manage that takes a lot, plus local, um, plus do it by yourself. I mean, that's pretty impressive. What would, what would you say your biggest strength is? I would say setting up processes and procedures okay. for it. others to follow. And, and setting them in a way that others can understand them. I think that's another challenge because my wife says, that's man-speak, Steve. That's man-speak because I think, you know, go left, go right, go left, go right. My wife would be like, okay, you go to the corner store. There's a purple house, and then you make a right-hand turn, and then there's going to be a big bush with flowers, and then you're going to turn around. to You know, it's, it's funny. I'm making fun, but it's true. It's that we both, you know, I'm abrupt but most people are like what does that mean like do you really want me to do that you know and I don't know that I do the best job of explaining it where does yours come from do you think it's we're back to that psychology degree um mm. uh, I guess I don't know <laughs> Maybe understanding people I'm telling you this is a power it's a superpower I think it's very powerful when you when you establish that stuff though would you say that was one of the big turning points in your business? Because I think this is powerful because some people want to make that they don't understand the value of having that those SOPs and those procedures all in place. It's yeah. like a it's like a burden gets lifted off you, don't you? Oh, for sure. It's uh, it's just the job done once and repeated 
rinse and repeat kind of thing. This is definitely a big one. Yeah, when you're tweaking a, a procedure, you're only tweaking one little word or a line in there, not the whole thing. You're not reinventing it, I guess is the best way to say it. Right, yes, uh, definitely. It definitely requires tweaking, though. <laughs> yeah, right, However, continuous, right? Exactly, exactly. However, but, it once, you know, you get on top of it, you know, stay on top of it, it's a lot easier to amend it rather than explaining all over again to a new person what to do. Oh, and I need amendment. Oh, I love that word. That was a great word for that. Need amendment. Right. That's a, that's a much better word, right? You're amending something. It's so simple. When you don't sound like you have a fear, and I'm sure that there is a little bit of fear because I think there's fear in everyone. I think that's what makes you an entrepreneur. What, what do you worry about um, or what did you that maybe and maybe that's a better question what did you worry about that now you just don't about going mm -hmm. into business you know what I mean um. well like some people would be like oh you know I'm afraid to put this money on my credit card because I don't know if I'm going to have the oh, money or right. I'm afraid to hire somebody because what if they sue me or I'm afraid to I'm afraid I'm afraid I'm afraid to keep that fear yeah, those are good points, actually, you brought up. Actually, it's pretty amazing how uh, once you start buying in our business, once you start buying and, you know, spend so much of thousands of dollars every month, it's amazing how you kind of, I don't want to say lose track of money, but the same amount of money that you'd say, if you'd say to your, I don't know, friends that, oh, I just spent $20,000 and my credit card for business they probably would flip out hmm. but once you reach to the of volume that you know you're pretty confident you're able to get that money back plus profit it's uh definitely that fear you don't have that fear anymore it's the money kind of amounts are relative yeah it becomes you almost are immune to it and that's a good thing but it also could be a bad thing so there is a oh. there is a thing <laughs> when you think about personal habits because that's another thing i like to look at you know what personal habits do you continue to bring to your business that others would benefit from? So some people get up early, for example, right? Uh, uh, they get up early and Andy, uh, oh, Andy Trobs, uh, you know, wake up an hour earlier is one of his books. And they get this and they go to the gym and then they eat this and they do this by nine o'clock. This is much is done. And they set these little, how about for you? What are your personal habits that have really worked well for you? Um, I do not have a regime per se, the okay. schedule. Um, personal habit, um, if you have a task, like, you know, the, the there is this book, Eat That Frog. Yeah. So if you have, you know, four or five tasks or so to do, try to conquer the ugliest one, the ugliest frog. And uh, that usually helps, you know, move in faster with everything eat that frog <laughs> okay so you're you're basically hey get the list together take the hardest one tackle it get past right. it do you document i mean again i guess this isn't duh steve i'm a process person and i'm a so of course you do right do you tackle it with a list i mean do you break it down into bite-sized pieces you know the eating the elephant we'll stay with these analogies right uh eating an elephant you know the one bite at a time is that is that how you approach that right uh i do keep um, track of I have a task list and stuff um, it's just uh, it's just a matter of it's, I try to tackle tasks like if it's a large task and I know it's going to require an hour or so I try it's, it's sometimes hard but I try to sit down and you know get it done right away because if you don't things get in the way and then one week later it's not done so I try to, you know, concentrate on a task and get it over with. Hmm. How about networking? Um, I want to follow that because you were at a conference recently. Do you go to a lot of conferences? And if so, why? And what kind of networking do you do? And what does it bring for you? Yeah, I go to conferences. Uh, we also have local meetups that I visit. Um, we have some Wizards of Amazon group in Miami that's weekly, then some other smaller masterminds that I go. It definitely helps um, to be able What's to... What's it help with? Mm -hmm, to be able to, let's say, maybe ask questions that maybe you are not as confident asking in the larger Facebook groups. Hmm. Something maybe more um, 
practical. I mean, some actually give example, you know, and people always are willing to help if they have the knowledge in the, you know, local when you meet people in person. Do you, and then you contribute also to them? For sure. For right. sure. Yeah. And yeah, it's a different definitely. relationship, isn't it? I mean, it's when you see them, when you're looking at them in the eye and saying, hey, Steve, you know, how would you handle this situation? Or I've got this going on. And then I'm like, well, here's what I did, blah, 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 blah. But you get to see it in my eye, right? You don't lose right. that. There's no, you know, it's like an email, right? There's that uh, no emotion in an email, right? But you want that emotion. That's how we communicate, right? That's that, ooh, love it, love it, love yeah, it. Yeah, so, and you know, it helps just getting out. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lonely, lonely business. <laughs> it's yeah, a lonely, lonely business. Bu well, especially with your husband away. I mean, this is, it is a lonely business. I get it. I mean, it really is. Uh, um, I just had a couple here today, and we were talking about that. It's just neat that they found each other, but otherwise, it's, it can get pretty lonely. Yeah. All right, so you scaled to the point where you're like, hey, I'm not busy enough. You know, business is good. I'm not busy enough. I'm going to offer some services for people. So I'm going to let you pitch your services uh, because, again, what I want people to hear is this, okay? Galena is going to tell you that, you know, she had, and I, this, this is Steve talking for Galena. Tell me if this is unfair. You could, you could say, hey, not fair. But you came over, you're relatively young. Uh, speak some English, not all English, not used, uh, has a degree in psychology, as we know, and not necessarily entrepreneurship, but then takes and does something with it, puts her head down, does the work by herself, mind you. She's done it. She's built this up. She's hired 17 VAs, plus all these local people, built out this business, built smart enough to know that she needed to have standard operating procedures when we all didn't even know what they were, right? Did all that work by herself as a young woman and has gotten to this point of success. To me, you know, the fact that you want to help others get to that place too makes perfect sense to me. And uh, so, you know, some people don't like, well, you know, she's selling a course or she's selling services or whatever, but why not? I mean, how, I want to model people who have been successful. So to me, that's why I like talking with Galena and that's why I'm going to let her pitch her stuff. That, that's all fair statement. Fair? Yeah, sounds fair. Okay, that is fair. I mean, it. you know, I'm not... You shouldn't have to make excuses for it. You earned it. Okay, so you have several different services. One is you have a, uh, a group of buying, right, sourcing. Uh, you, you have VAs that source for you, and they have more stuff than you can buy probably, right? Um, yeah. Um, so I, have, I manage a large team of highly trained and experienced VAs that assist uh, our clients with a variety of different tasks that are mostly related to selling on Amazon, also on other platforms. So, and they help my, our clients to do variety of different things that are uh, involved into running Amazon business. So, uh, for example, one of the big tasks that our VAs are helping uh, are reimbursements which is uh, when you try to get your money back from Amazon or inventory <laughs> reconciliations. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are nine different types of reimbursements and re inventory reconciliations that we're um, filing for with Amazon and, you know, try to get as much money back as possible. Do you do it on a flat fee or is it a percentage of what you get back? It's a flat fee. Okay. Yeah, it's a flat fee. And uh, so... In the silver plan, which is our first plan, it's uh, $319, and that includes all of these admin uh, tasks, including weekly account health report, sort of a bird's eye view to account and health and maybe things that needed to be looked over. Okay, so you, you offer those services, and that, that's a flat fee. Okay, yeah. so then you also addition, offer additional services. Go ahead. Right. So, and we have two other plans and uh, gold and platinum. And they both also include reimbursements because uh, I noticed throughout working throughout the years that this is one of the most important tasks that pretty much everybody has to tackle when they have account on Amazon is trying to get, you know, your inventory consulted and your money back for inventory. Uh, so this included in both of all of the plans. Okay. And uh, mm -hmm. what other services do you offer? Right. So and uh, the another service is sourcing. And there are two types of sourcing that we offer help with, which is online arbitrage and wholesale sourcing. And uh, this is uh, um, 
this is when VAs are going and finding products basically by themselves independently and providing you a list every day of products to buy that they recommend you to look at. Is there a and, limited number of people that get that list? Because that's one of the big complaints people have. It's like, well, only, this goes out to 20 people. Yeah. This is only you. We do not share lists to with the, anybody. So this is basically VA doing this work only for you. This list will not be shared with anybody else. So you're virtually the middleman handling the management of that VA, making sure that, you know, you're getting me as a customer gets the things that I need. Uh I'm paying you and then you pay that VA and you in uh, that's that's a very so it's like a management service almost in that scenario. Right. And uh, we're providing training to those VAs as well as support and as well as if there is something is not working out with that VA or that VA um decides they you know they want to dedicate more time to their family and they cannot work with us this is our responsibility to replace that VA. And uh, to do it so that our client does not notice that something happened. Because it's important that client has an interrupted service from us. It should not be their business why VA is not, does not want to work anymore or does not perform well. But I, I like the idea. You vet them up front too, right? These are experienced, sure. right? And so they're trained. I mean, to me, that's a very powerful service because it's very specific because you can use a lot of these other companies that are out there offer VA services like this, but they're not geared towards this type of business. And so you do have to find who oh, I like that. All right. Yeah. That's for sourcing for online and for sourcing for wholesale. So the wholesale, you'll help find accounts for people to find products from, correct? Right, exactly. So in our platinum plan, it's basically a turnkey wholesale system, which involves everything from VAs finding leads, um, sort of companies to contact, up until placing the very first order. And that in, involves um, requesting accounts, uh, filing applications, asking for catalogs, processing catalogs, sending um, recommendations to clients what to buy and then even place in first order with the company. Basically, it's a hands-off, hands-off wholesale experience, almost, um, almost hands-off. And those of us who do wholesale, we do a lot of wholesale here, is uh, there's a lot of steps. As you just described yeah. a few of them, there are a lot of touch points. And when you're handling multiples, that's the challenge, right? When you start getting to, you know, six or seven real serious wholesale accounts, and then all of a sudden you start realizing the hundreds of products that you're the potential, ooh, it's it's enormous. But I like the idea. You know, I should qualify this to say, hey, Steve doesn't benefit in any way other than I get to talk to somebody smart. I just want to make sure people understand that I'm letting Galena pitch her products. I don't benefit other than, I always say this, if you buy this service because this connects with you and you have success, I won. That's it. That's my goal in life is to help you win. Cost me nothing, cost you nothing. Um, and I don't benefit other than seeing you be successful. To me, that's a very powerful thing because I think so many people try to do this. And I'm talking to the guys here. Women are smart enough to know that they can't do it all. Listen to Kalina. She knows that. But guys, we know we can do it all, right? We, we can do 100%. Well, no, we shouldn't. And to me, is if this is a service that you're interested in or any of this stuff that you're talking, to me, that's powerful. That's when you outsource. That's, as Galena said, it's very freeing. Right. It's that freedom that you get when you can spend your time on other things because this piece is working correctly. Right. Right. Exactly. It's a step of series of processes that we've been setting up throughout the years. It's a, the whole system that we came to, you know, we're, which is tweaked and um, adjusted on a regular basis. And amended. Uh, amended is your amended. word. I love that amended word. I'm telling yeah. you, I really do. I think that's a very well. And that's it. I get the benefit of your SOPs. Fair. Fair. You get the benefit of the whole process. I don't have off. to write them. You do. You don't have to do anything. Even you don't even have to manage if your VA said, oh, "I'm getting sick for a week." This is this is not happening in our you know in our business. You do not have to manage that. And you also manage because one of the other complaints that you get about VAs is sometimes they're working for two different people. They're they're yeah. creating a list for you, Steve, but then they're selling it to somebody else through the back door, right? Somebody else. For sure. Yeah. We we use uh, tracking time tracking, uh, you know, work tracking softwares. And uh, that never has been an issue for us. Love it. Love it. Love it. So again, you weren't busy enough. Uh, you decide to create this side business. And to be fair, 
I heard this from, uh, oh, now I'm drawing a blank on names. I'm drawing a blank today for names for some reason. But it was somebody who said, hey, when it came time to put together um, uh, this this training program, I already had it because we developed all this stuff. And that's really the way this worked for you, correct? You had all these processes right. in place and stuff like that. You had all these people. So you're like, hey, other people are like, ooh, I want that too. Did you, Is that how it came about? Somebody approached you saying, could you offer that to me too? Would you? Uh, yeah, I did not... Um I did not advertise it, so nobody per se approached me, but I realized that all of this database of materials and the processes and, you know, everything we have developed, it definitely can be beneficial for other people. And so then for you saw an opportunity. Okay, that's fair. All right, so the goal of this, po- oh wait, well, there's one more too. You have a wholesale, some, uh, or did we get through the whole wholesale thing? Right, the wholesale is uh, the turnkey wholesale. Okay, the turnkey thing. Okay, so that's the whole system all the way through, right up until first order. Okay, I just want to make sure I got them all. All right, so the goal of this podcast is to help people who get stuck, right? Because I think, at least in my experience, and you may, you've talked to a lot of people too, they get to, they have some success, they have some early on success, right? Usually an RA or something like that, and they find that end cap a target, and they have a lot of success with, it, and they replicate it, and it's like, ooh, this is good, and then they get to a point and then maybe it's a confidence issue or whatever, but they kind of get stuck. They just can't get past that point and they're trying to get to that next level. Now, my bet is you're going to say establish policies and procedures and standing operating procedures. But what would you say, and, and that's okay that that's it, because if there's nothing else from this conversation, I hope people hear the value, what it's done for Galena. Um, she's been able to create a completely second business because of her putting her head down and doing that work. What's your advice when people are like, Lena, I'm stuck. I can't get past this. What what could I do? So um, I would say think globally. Uh, and what I mean by that is that I know that a lot of people, they're having uh, problems of, with growing um, that when they hire local staff, you know, and uh, it having local staff is expensive mm. and it. Uh, sometimes does not allow them to grow as fast as they hope because it adds a lot of overhead. So I would just say that um, it's up to you, of course, but before you maybe hire, look, look into expanding your local labor, think whether you can outsource this to somebody abroad, which is would be called VA. So think globally. <laughs> Well, I think that's very sound advice. Do you, let me ask you this, because I think people who don't want to do that are afraid of losing control. Do you feel like you have more control with your VAs than you do your local staff? For sure, yeah. Hmm. That's there have interesting. been more than one occasion in which I realized that I have a lot less troubles with my virtual staff rather than local, yeah. Hmm. And yet you would think it's the opposite, right? Everybody would say, oh, no, you, you don't want to lose control. But actually, you get more control. I love that. Okay. All right. So if somebody's interested in finding out about your services, where do they need to go? Uh, I have a website online, buylist.com. B-Y-List.com? Uh, on the line, buylist. Online like, buying list. Okay. Online buy. buy like B-U-Y. B-U-Y. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Online buylist.com. Buylist.com. And uh, I'm on Facebook. Send me a PM, you know, if you have any questions. And um, I'm always open. Well, it's awesome. Um, You uh, also are part of the Young Million Dollar Sellers Group. Um, I call them young because everybody in that room was younger than me, I must admit. (laughs) Every single person, I think. Uh, That is a big accomplishment for someone. uh, And you've earned it. And you've earned it with uh, and uh, much respect and uh, I think it's very very cool again you had a whole bunch of reasons why you shouldn't be successful Kalina <laughs> but you put your head down and did the work I love it thank you so much I wish you nothing but success thank you for having me thank you told you great great stuff uh, just she's very humble um, but I'm telling you if she's accomplished you'd be shocked on how how strong her business is but what's cool to me is and this is probably the maybe the third or fourth person who said this, they created this for themselves because they needed it, right? They realized that this was a uh, an opportunity within their business. This Let's just use the standard operating procedures, right? In this database of, uh, of um, 
different tutorials she has. They needed this for themselves, but then they realized, wait, I can take and others might want this too. They solved their problem. How many times have you seen this on Shark Tank? They solved their individual problem and then realized, wait, there are others just like me. That's the lesson from Galena. Again, why is she so successful? Because A, she did the work. B, she recognizes opportunities. And I think that's just so powerful. So again, if you connect with this, then go to onlinebuylist.com and connect with her if you feel like this is somebody that you connect with. And I always say, find the person that you connect with, somebody who, who you know, that you just resonate, like you can just see that you guys can hang out and, and get along. Because to me, communication, communication, communicating with others is so challenging. And But when you find that person that you can almost finish each other's sentences, man, man, go all for that, and you can have so much success. EcommerceMomentum.com, EcommerceMomentum.com. Take care. Thanks for listening to the e-commerce momentum podcast. All the links mentioned today can be found at ecommercemomentum.com under this episode number. Please remember to subscribe and like us on iTunes.